do you like hearing our voices, but also want to see the faces that are attached to those voice boxes and larynxes and other vocal cord areas that provide you this sound, everything that goes with it? You got to see our Twitch at twitch.com slash daydreamer media. That's where we're doing this live, the podcast, which, as it happens, starts right now. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. If you wouldn't mind, go ahead and hit that follow, like, subscribe button wherever you are listening to this because uh, it would really help us grow. I am JJ. You guys can follow me at JJ Daydreamers on Twitter. With me, I got Keone. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody of all denominations. Speaking of things that are growing the Twitter sphere. Uh, technically, it's getting smaller, but my Twitterness is getting bigger in terms of amount of tweets and characters and all that good jazz. And the only place, the singular place in this universe, in other universes, it might be multiple, but in this universe that we live in currently, it's a daydreamer, Keone. And Ryan is here. And he's muted. <laughs> I'm Ryan Williams. You guys can follow me on Twitter at R O K K O Rocko 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 Daydreamer. Yeah, Ryan is muted right now, and so if he is unaware of that, he needs to fix it. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about. Uh, let's play a little game. Is it coach talk? Oh, so the Kansas City running back room, Andy Reid said that they are working through trying to get Clyde Edwards Alaire touches um, after he played on only four snaps. Oh, Andy Reid noted that it was circumstances of the game, not a strategy change. Oh, <laughs> and I want to know, is this coach talk or is this real? Yeah, I mean, he got no. It's it's Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon, but probably more likely Isaiah Pacheco, who is now the lead back on that team. And granted, you know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire might get a few touches. You know, he will be involved in the game script. I'm sure. Still got two targets on those four snaps. Yeah, like it's just. I don't know. It's just. He, uh, it's, I think it's moved on from Edwards Alaire. It's been a long time coming and now it's just finally coming to fruition. So that is coach speak. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you. That is coach speak. And yeah, it's going to be Isaiah Pacheco on the, is going to be the running back, Jerry McKinney, the passing downs back with uh, Pacheco getting first looks at, and most things, but it's gonna is it will be a committee here still. Sure. Uh, so and just, just actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. So whoever's if he's not getting the ball, then that clearly means, you know, that he like he would be used if if Anthony if Andy Reid wanted to use it. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Should we give Ryan a minute to see if he can answer? 
I think this I think this is the real game show. This is oh. the game show within a game show. <laughs> Does Ryan <laughs> or is Ryan on mute? <laughs> It's looking promising, folks. <laughs> we might not be able to hear him. Oh, sorry, guys. Here, uh, Ryan Williams here. Um, I do think it's coach speak. Um, because you know, uh, as as I would say, um, you get you got to give the guy you believe in the ball. So, uh, I'm Ryan Williams. R O K K O Rocco. Follow me. All right, let's get into the news. So, Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy is day to day. Hello? <laughs> what is what? up, Ryan? Oh, Ryan's here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, we're talking about Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy is day to day with a minor ankle injury. Mm. You know, this offense is bad. Yep. Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard suffered a shoulder injury in their loss on Monday night and was placed on IR. Those dirty, rotten, cheating scoundrels that are the Washington Washingtons pulling face masks. Oh, um, it was a it was a bad face mask, but also just nail biting that uh that fumble. Because it made uh, the game between JJ and I very close, <laughs> but also you hate to like you hate to see this like yeah. great tight end and out like minimum four weeks. So it's just one awful. of the few tight ends you could uh, count on for fantasy. Mm-hmm. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup is dealing with a high ankle sprain and is going on IR. Um, was officially placed on IR on Wednesday. Okay, I have a question, and it's also something that I I think my dad asked me as well, and I didn't, I wasn't sure. Is a high ankle sprain the level of the sprain, or is it where the location on the leg? I believe it is the location. Okay, okay. Because I could see it being both, but... (laughs) I believe it's location. Okay, okay. Your high ankle, almost your leg. Okay. And that's what they were looking at is, was it a break, you know? So, okay. But that's what makes it worse. I don't know. Ryan's the the ankle, hurt ankle expert, and we can't hear him. So, hold on. Let's, is he keeps coming in and out. And, (laughs) you know, uh, so this, it, it may be his opportunity, but we'll see. We'll keep going. And he'll come sure, he'll come through eventually, I'm sure. Better late than never. So we're building the anticipation. All right. The Cardinals cut running back Eno Benjamin, and then he was claimed by the Texans. Huh. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think, uh, Damian Pierce, Damian Pierce is still going to get a good, like, yeah, a not, majority. not worried about it. Starting. Yeah. Him up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. The Bears place running back Khalil Herbert on IR. He's going to miss a minimum of four weeks. He I've, he went down with his injury and they declared him out like almost immediately. Yeah, that's not in a, the game. And that's then, not a good sign. Yeah, placed on IR. So, mm. um, this I think we'll get into it later. But this is deceptively, um, good. Like this might be a trap trap level good for David Montgomery. But 
there's a specific segment we'll talk about that. Okay. Saints. Oh, go ahead. Producer, yeah. producer Ian came through with the research. High ankle sprain is of the higher ligaments above the ankle joint between the tibia and the fibula. I was right. Also, fun fact, um, to tell the difference between the two, the fibula is smaller because you tell little white lies that are fibs. So, Which one's in the front and which one's in the back? I, I don't know which one's in front or back. But I know the tibia. I know the tibia is bigger than the fibula. <laughs> okay, okay. So, fun fact: Saints signed running back David Johnson to their practice squad. Okay, that is, I think, uh, just for fantasy, old fantasy days of past. Yeah, news. Just good to see his name pop up again. Sure. Yeah, he's over. He's over thirty, right? Has to be by now. Yeah, I want to say he is. Running backs do not last long in this league. Cherish Mm -hmm. them while you got them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ravens running back Gus Edwards returned to practice this week, while tight end Mark Andrews did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, I don't know. Could be a likely game. Uh, Yeah. Um. Yeah. If Mark Mark Andrews is out there, you play him. But I, I don't know if I would. Wait around to find out. Yeah. Also, some more research. David Johnson, exactly 30. <laughs> Thank you. Producer. Oh, no, that's kind of sad that he's only <laughs> 30 and we're just like, oh, well, he should have been out of the league years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's how it be, I guess. All right. And the Chiefs wide receivers are going through it this week. Wide receiver Miko Hardman dealing with an illness to his abdomen. Uh, kind of mysterious. Been dealing with it now. Missed last game. Juju Smith-Schuster, still in concussion protocol. We expect him to miss at least one week, if not more. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling did not practice Wednesday dealing with an illness. So, mm. I think the only thing this is relevant for is Juju. And then also, it frees up space potentially for Kadarius Tony to have another big game. Yeah, yeah. Are you willing to start Kadarius Tony? Um, he was a waiver wire guy this week. I, we said, um, or at least he was like 47.5 or something like that percent rostered. Um, you know, I think if you are, if you have a Cooper cup or if you have guys on by like Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle or even like Christian Kirk, you know, um, he might be a guy you can put in and, and have a decent, decent flex option in yeah. your team to plug in and seal the hole, you know, so it doesn't leak too much. Lots and lots of wide receivers on by this week. Miami, you know, that one Seattle's on by DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Tampa Bay's on by mm. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Uh, so quite a, quite a few ones. Scotty Miller. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Scotty <laughs> Miller. <laughs> um, so yeah, those, those four teams on by this week. That'll do it for the news. Let's get into some DFS starts of the week. Gentlemen, start, start, All right. 
Uh, so DFS daily fantasy sports. We play it on FanDuel. If you guys want to join, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at FF Daydreamers. We will be posting the link if it's not already up. So go ahead and join us and, uh, it's all for free. You don't have to put any money in. You can create a free account. Come play for free. It's all just for bragging rights. Uh, just to have some fun, whether you're, already guaranteed a playoff spot so you know the adrenaline for you is in there week to week or uh you know you're already out of the playoffs r.i.p and uh, you still want to keep competing this Mm -hmm. is a fun way to do that so what you do is you pick a different team they give you a budget um and they they uh set prices for each player and so Mm -hmm. you create a team using your budget and so uh, let's go over some picks that we think uh, are good for this week. Okay, I will go. Uh, I will go first. I got a running back um, in Devin Singletary, priced at sixty four hundred dollars. In the past four games, they have played. Um, in the past four games, um, the Buffalo Bills have played. He has averaged fifteen point five touches. And he is involved in the passing game. That's a that's a thing that you love to see from a from a running back, you know, because PPR those are those are some points um, for every every reception. So that's great. Um, yeah, they face a team that is ranked thirty first versus the run in the Cleveland Browns. Not a good run defense. They are allowing thirty fantasy points per game to running backs, which is eight more than the rest of the league per game. Uh, Singletary did have his first rushing touchdown of the year this past week uh, versus Minnesota. Um, let's keep, let's hope he can keep that momentum going um, because the bills need to get a win to kind of stop the bleeding that they're, that is going on for them right now. They've lost two. Um, and it's, you know, it's kind of a turn the ship in the right direction kind of game for them. Um, you know, they can do that. I think the Browns, it helps that the Browns have allowed multiple touchdowns to running backs in five of their last six weeks. Um, so even more reason for him to potentially find the end zone. Uh, he is a good value in DFS this week and his matchup is great. So I'd say put him in your DFS for week 11. I like it. I got, uh, I'll go another running back here. Antonio Gibson, 6,600, you know, right on that, uh, what each player would cost if, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that average. Yeah, average. There you go. That's the word. (laughs) (laughs) Average words are hard. Um, Antonio Gibson, you know, uh, on the Washington Commanders, pass me a Heineke every week. Please give me that Heineke. Uh, getting, you know, f- finishing in the top 30 running backs the past five weeks every week, uh, he might not be, you know, the running back one or even a top five running back every week. But this week they go up against the Houston Texans who are giving up the most fantasy points to the running back position, uh, giving up the most rushing attempts, most rushing yards, most rushing touchdowns to the position. Pretty much you can run on the Houston Texans. Um, and then Antonio Gibson's also the pass catcher there. So DFS is going to be full PPR. So I'm going to get the pass catching back and running back on the Washington Commanders. I also don't think Brian Robinson is a terrible 
is a terrible pick here. Just because you can run all over the Houston Texans. And both of them will be involved. So Yeah. First thing I want to apologize for leaving earlier. I didn't want to talk about the Dallas Goddard injury. That's what happened there too. It's too hard. Mm-hmm. It's a little too painful. That was my bold prediction using eight thousand yards. He was on pace for it. Now it's open. Mm-hmm. Um, the DFS quarterback I'm going for Russell Wilson. I know he sucks, but sixty nine hundred. He's going against Vegas, one of the worst passing defenses in the league. I like quarterbacks go off again. They let Matt Ryan you know, literally come out of nowhere and dominate them. So Russ Wilson also had his best game against Vegas. I just, I like the matchup. I'm going cheaper quarterback here because I'm going one of the most expensive running backs in football with my next pick. Hmm. Can I just say I don't like it? <laughs> That's fair. Listen, listen, I don't like Wilson, it either. That is spicy. Listen, I don't like it either. I can't give you a 9,700 running back or running back, one of the expensive running back, and not give you a, a cheaper yeah. quarterback option. Fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Be careful, though. It's spicy. Indeed. So, uh, my next player, you all know how I feel about my, my next guy. He's my guy, my gridiron soldier, my sweet cheese, my main squeeze, my good time boy, my home slice. My fantasy fun time fella, my tight end friend, my amigo that I'll never meet. Oh, it's Dalton Schultz and he's getting results. It took a little time, but oh, 5,900, by the way, in DFS. Um, it took a little time, but the Schultz Express is chugging through Jerry's world and all over his opponents the past few weeks. He has finished as the tight end three this past week. After he finally found his forever home in the end zone, he faces Minnesota this week in another big NFC matchup. They are ranked 22nd versus the tight end, and Schultz has the hot hand to lay the scorched earth on the white-hot Vikings. We still believe in Dalton Schultz, and he's a good value this week in DFS. So... I'm I'm coming for that. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's right, Ryan. Are you getting scared here? No, because Josh Knox having a two touchdown week this week. Oh. All right, my next player is going to be T. Higgins, seventy six hundred, going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who they that pass defense that secondary is not so good. Minka Fitzpatrick dealing with his. Uh, uh, abdominal issue I I just T Higgins did not do good this whole Cincinnati Bengals def- uh, offense did not do good in week one whenever the Pittsburgh beat them uh, T Higgins only had two receptions for 27 yards um, and look past three weeks he's been a top 24 wide receiver Jamar Chase still is not going to be here. I expect T. Higgins to be the wide receiver one here, have a chance at a touchdown and catch his, you know, five to seven passes for 70 yards. Try to touchdown. I'll take it. He was definitely a guy I, that crossed my mind in our, in our live stream draft. Me too. Hmm. All right, uh, a guy who did get drafted by Keone, 
Uh, Saquon Barkley, 9,700. He's going against Detroit. I know it's a high price play, but this guy probably didn't go off for 150 and two touchdowns. They don't have great receivers. The Detroit Lions defense is horrible. They're going to be run heavy. Vanilla Vic, Saquon Barkley, they're going to be filthy. You just call him Vanilla Vic? I uh, think when Barkley said it earlier, I just uh, it was trying to be relevant. I, I didn't hear it. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm not going to call it Vanilla Vic, but for Saquon Barkley in this instance, Vanilla Vic is a, it's a good nickname. That's it funny. Is. That's, that's... Um, I tried. I tried to get Saquon on on my team. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Couldn't, it's too expensive. But I guess if you go Russell Wilson at quarterback. That's how you do that. Some sacrifices take the the greatest wills. All right, so that'll do it for our DFS starts of the week. Let's move on to some start sit questions. You've got questions, we've got answers. So go ahead and send us your questions on Instagram, Twitter at FF Daydreamers. Slide in the DMs. If you guys got questions, you heard the drop. We got answers. So first question, Rondell Moore versus San Francisco, the Hobbit, or Antonio Gibson at Houston? This one, I think this one is pretty tough uh, because Rondell Moore, he has taken advantage of other players uh, being out. He will continue to do so this week. Um, first, it was Marquise Brown. Now it's Zach Ertz. Um, in five of his seven games this season, he has been targeted at least eight times, and he has caught a minimum of six passes in those games. Um, he is averaging just under 75 yards per game over those five games. So, you know, before he may have been a lowly hobbit from the Shire, but now he's found his mithril sword sting, and he is slaying the competition. On the other hand, though, you have Antonio Gibson, who has a tremendous matchup versus the 32nd ranked run defense, as JJ mentioned earlier. Uh, he has been involved in the past game literally in every game this season in some shape or, or another. He has a touchdown in three of the past four games and is averaging 14.25 touches per game over the last four games. Both have been really, really good, you know, this season. But for this particular pairing, I'm going to go with the guy who has the better matchup, and that's going to be Antonio Gibson. So I'm going to go with Gibson, although for the record, I think you can start both. If it's Colt McCoy, there's more room for Rondo Moore. You see, you can't have two hobbits working together. Laura Rings took all that power. That's why Kyler Murray and Moore are not a great deal, but Kurt, uh, Colt McCoy, a little taller. And so with Zach Ertz getting hurt, there's really only two options in the passing game. I'm going to have to go Rondo Moore. Dang. A shift. The man, the man trusting the Hobbit. What, what a time. Mm. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Keone. You can start either of these players this week. Probably both good starts. Um, Rondell Moore going to be a PPR guy. Lots and lots of receptions close to the line of scrimmage. The San Francisco defense is good. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I don't know if there's going to be a lot of points scored there. So you're really relying on receptions and yards there from Rondell Moore, Antonio Gibson. It could be a, a Robinson game. And, you know, Antonio Gibson's going to get some work, but because you can run all over the Texans, uh, their main running back is Robinson still. It's a tight one. I went with Antonio Gibson for for uh, DFS. So I'll go with him here. Antonio Gibson at Houston. Consistency. That's good. Yeah. But again, uh, yeah, you can start both of these guys. So, so in Ryan's analogy, by the way, he said a man to a hobbit. He says, my friends, you kneel for no man. Boom. All right, next question. Jacoby Myers versus the New York Jets or Cortland Sutton versus Las Vegas? This is... Keone, I want to give you your props on that. I was muted because I felt a cough coming on. And I didn't want to cough on the camera or cough like on the mic or whatever, but okay. that was great. Thank Talk you. To you. I think it's also Neil for no one, not, but anyways, That's okay. um, yeah, yeah, no one's going to fact check this yeah. Well, in case they did. I, I, I'm, I'm the type of guy who, <laughs> I mean, excuse me. He didn't say that exactly that way. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, this one is tough for kind of the opposite reason where it's your, I can see not starting either of these guys. Um, but cause, but let's just go through it. Las Vegas is playing like garbage. Um, Josh McDaniels, who knows how much longer he has with that, with this team could be this year, could be maybe next year. I don't know, but it's, he's not doing great. The team is not looking good. That defense is horrible, but so is the Denver offense. Um, they're just as bad. Um, it might help Cortland Sutton if Jerry Judy is dealing with an injury, but he's pretty much boom or bust and his booms aren't even that great. So, um, he is coming off an 11 target game, but it's just, I don't know if I can trust anybody on that offense. Really. Myers is coming off a bye, Um, and it's versus a divisional opponent. Um, in the previous week, it wasn't that great. One of his worst games of the season, but otherwise he's been pretty consistent. Um, and he had his second best game versus the jets earlier this year. So with this two guys that are, you're not really wanting to start either. I'm going to go with the consistency versus anything on that Denver offense. So I'm going with Jacoby Myers. Well, I paid Russell Wilson DFS. I'm going to pick Gordon Sutton for this award. I think Vegas is, I said award, I know, my bad. We <laughs> this category and starts it. Uh, yeah, Gordon Sutton, call it now. He's going to be an award winner. Oh. Okay. Maybe good or bad, because I don't know the awards coming up. Of course, he's going to play this week, and he's going to be winning an award. Okay. okay. All right. We'll be talking about him on uh, Tuesday's podcast, then. Mm. Uh, I'm going Cortland Sutton here as well. Vegas defense is terrible. Uh, he's, he's, look, he's a good player. Mm. He's on a terrible offense. He's a good wide receiver, though. I still believe in him. Jacoby Myers against the Jets. The Jets are just clicking right now, especially on defense. They're looking good. So uh, I'll take the hopefully big play from Cortland Sutton. You know, if the Jets win, they can be top of the division. Mm-hmm. This is a big game for the Jets. Mm-hmm. It is. Dolphins on by. Yeah, it's it'd be more like a it'll be a temporary probably lead of the division, but still they can say, yeah, we're we're at the top. Right. You never know. Every every Sunday is different, you know? 
any given Sunday. All right, last question. Tony Pollard at Minnesota Vikings or David Montgomery at the Atlanta Falcons? So this is an interesting one because they're both dealing with the repercussions of or ramifications, the ripple effects of injuries. Um, This, I think, really, really depends on if Ezekiel Elliott is going to play or not. Because I think he was limited in practice, um, just like he was last week. But I believe Mike McCarthy said if he can play, he's going to. And so if that's the case, he's probably going to be the lead back in the game just because of how they use him, um, which sucks for Tony Pollard because, you know, we've seen what he's capable of when he's let loose. See week eight versus Chicago running back four. week 10 versus Green Bay running back eight. Both were over a hundred yard games for Tony Pollard. And I believe both did not have Ezekiel Elliott. Um, He just, it's more than anything. He cuts into the workload of Tony Pollard and it just, that's what you don't want. Montgomery though, faces a very enticing Falcons matchup that has been allowing six touchdowns to the running back position over the last four weeks. Um, and he, I think he needs that to have a good game because he's certainly not getting the yards um, because the yards are being siphoned off by Justin Fields, who will probably be the running back one on that team, even though he's the quarterback. So that's my worries is that Justin Fields get all those rushing yards, leaving Montgomery um, to not do much in the, in the run game. And he's a huge gamble. Um, I think if Zeke doesn't play, Pollard is a lock to start. But if he if he does, I think he's a maybe. So I think either way, I'm going with Tony Pollard, just because I don't know if you can trust David Montgomery, regardless of matchup. Easy for me. I'm going old school beer pong rules. Tony Pollard's going on for fire. He just, you know, he's heating up two back to back performances. <laughs> this is for fire. I'm going to hit all three of these balls back. We're going back. Tony Pollard. Easy. All right. That makes it three of us. I'm going Tony Pollard as well. Um, yeah, you know, David Montgomery's got a great matchup against Atlanta, but I don't want to sit there on Sunday and have to hope my team does well because David Montgomery touches the ball 23 times, which is not going to happen because Justin Fields is too good. Mm. He's too good with the ball in his hands to hand the ball off that much to one player. Um, Tony Pollard has just been amazing without Ezekiel Elliott, who was limited on Wednesday in practice. Uh, so uh, we might see him, we might not, but I'll still take Tony Pollard, who's um, has has way more upside there to me than than David Montgomery. And that'll do it for our start sit questions. Let's move on to some busts of the week. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. So who do you guys have busting this week, week 11? My first guy, James Conner, um, going against San Francisco's great defense. I'm not sure why you guys can't see me, but maybe you can, who knows? <laughs> but uh, James Conner is great. Uh, going against, it's going against San Francisco. If Colton McCoy is a quarterback, I'm not loving the matchup. I think realistically, Ronda Moore, Moore might get off because he's a slot receiver, easy dump off passes. They're going to get hot the ball. But if they score more than 10 points, I'll be surprised. 
So James Conner is super touchdown dependent. I know, you know, Benjamin got a uh, release, but I, I just don't like this matchup at all. I'll go with another running back. Um, it's DeAndre Swift. He has not been looking great for a while. I know he's been injured, but it's basically been the Jamal Williams show as of late. And especially where it counts, the red zone slash goal line. Um, I, and I know that DeAndre Swift had a red zone touchdown this past week, but he also only had six carries for six yards and a single reception for the same amount of yards. So not a great day. Like it would have been an awful day if he had not found his way in the end zone. Um, he is just not getting the touches over the past two weeks. He's had a 16% and 31% respectively snap count. I mean, like Justin Jackson out touched him last week for God's sakes. I, I just, it's, I don't know. They, they face the Giants who are a pretty stout run team, a run defense. They rank fourth in the league versus the position. The Giants defense has had more games without a touchdown allowed to running backs than they have allowed five to four. And in each of those games that they did allow a touchdown, it was only one. So they're not giving up much on the ground. I don't think Swift will find the end zone. Um, and that's what he needs to have a good game at this point because they're not really using him as much as you'd want them to, um, injury or not. So, you know, in Pokemon, Swift never misses, but in the NFL, he will this week. All right. I got uh, from my bust of the week, it's the wide receiver 42 on the season right now, Deontay Johnson. Going up against the Cincinnati Bengals, who are one of the better pass defenses in the league, uh, giving up only 89 receptions this year, which is the second lowest to the Texans. And the only reason the Texans are so low is because you can run all over them. Uh, they don't give up a lot of yards, don't give up a lot of targets. Um, Cincinnati against Pittsburgh. I just don't see Pittsburgh, uh, doing much there. Deontay Johnson, PPR guy, I know he could get a lot of targets, some receptions, but he hasn't finished inside the top 30, uh, the top 29 all season. He finished at 29 once. And he hasn't had more than eight receptions on in a single week, averaging only 5.2 receptions a game, 48.3 yards a game. Uh, and he hasn't scored a touchdown all season. He's been very close a couple of times, but I just really don't want to start Deontay Johnson this week. And now it's a classic reverse jinx. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, I'm happy. <laughs> I it's win all about this situation. It's all about the mental health. All right, you guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, Talking about a guy who's been ice cold on the road in a very cold situation. Amari Cooper going against his Bills defense. Again, it's going to be in the snow. We told you last week he sucks on the road. He continues his streak. He went three for 32. Amari Cooper versus his Bills defense. I don't see it. They're a good pass. I mean, I know Justin Jefferson did everything against him, but Jeffrey Jefferson Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey is in a completely, I could not say that altogether. Justin <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> a completely different level last week. This Bills defense will stop Amari Cooper. 
I think Nick Chubb has a possibility of getting off. Cream Hunt, just because they're back, so they can get little dump-off passes. It's going to be a nice running game. The Bills struggle against the run. I'm not touching Mark Cooper. Drop him. Not drop him, just kidding. Play him for home games. But don't play him this week. I'm a believer now in that Amari Cooper, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. It's definitely a trend. Um, a guy, so my guy, uh, my second guy for bust for this week um, is Garrett Wilson. He has not been a super big name guy this season. Um, I think he's wide receiver 29, but he has had some good games um, throughout the season and especially the past two weeks um, before the bye. Um, in the first of those, he had 115 yards versus the Patriots, whom they're facing again. And then he had 92 versus the Bills, which is an average of 100, over 100 yards between the two games. Um, he's averaged seven catches in those last two games. Um, he was wide receiver 15 and 14 in PPR in those past two games. Now, normally, Bill Belichick, you know, he takes away the best player on a, on a, the opposing team. and Going into their first game, that might not have been Garrett Wilson, but now it probably definitely is for the the Jets, maybe besides Sauce Gardner, but different side of the ball. Um, you know, I don't think Bill Belichick is going to allow Wilson to get off again like he did that first time. So they can definitely have a plan to shut him down in this game. And he could easily you know, finish like he did in weeks three through seven outside the top 36. So. All right. And, uh, the last guy that I'm going with for a bus, Kyle Pitts (gasps) versus the Chicago bears. Now I know this could totally backfire because he is a big play waiting to happen. can have that huge touchdown catch. I mean, he's he's looked he looks good, but they just don't use him enough. Now he's seen quite a bit of targets the last couple of weeks, you know, in week eight he saw nine targets, week nine, seven targets, week ten, eight targets. The problem is in weeks nine and ten he only caught two of those targets. Twenty seven yards, twenty eight yards. Yeah, in week eight he looked great, scored the touchdown, five receptions, eighty yards. And it could be one of those weeks against the Chicago Bears. But I don't want I, I don't want to put my faith in it. I don't want to put my trust in it. Um I would rather start guys like Cole Komet against the Atlanta Falcons, uh TJ Hawkinson this week. Um Dalton Schultz, Keone, I know you you gotta love that one. Um, I would I would much rather start a lot of these other uh, Dawson I Knox. Even, I would yeah, start I Dawson know. Knox. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would start Dawson Knox over over Kyle Pitts this week. I I just really don't want to to start him. You know, it's hard. It's a hard thing to actually. I knew you were forgetting in terms it. with, but <laughs> no, he had it. He had it right. Yeah, so so sit Kyle Pitts this week. Can I do an arm mention? A guy I was yeah. too scared to say. But you know what? Whatever. I'm putting it on there. Devontae Adams, best of the week. Hey, he, he came up uh, for me too. I almost put him out there because... Yeah, you know, he got off a little bit versus the Broncos defense last, uh, last time. I think it was like nine, nine 
reception, 13 targets, 101 yards, whatever it was. Listen, I don't think there's anyone else they're scared of on this offense. I mean, Josh Jacobs, yeah, he gets off against them every time. But this, I mean, there's a chance where Devontae Adams is double teamed on every play. And when the guy is Patrick Sutan, who's an absolute monster, I'd be scared to play Devontae Adams. Agreed. And he was Derek Carmichael again. He's dealing with an illness so limited in practice on Wednesday. So, yeah, you, definitely one of the names that I thought about putting is, is a bus. Yeah, we're just not all bought in. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you wouldn't mind, go ahead and tell your friends about the podcast, where you are getting the best fantasy football advice and having a little tell fun your family while you too. do it. Tell your family, yeah. And your coworkers, yeah, yeah. everyone. They Just tell anyone you I'm know. My friends, all my coworkers. <laughs> this is facts. Tell them to visit our website, fantasydaydreamers.com. They can find all of our content there. So go ahead and do that. Uh, YouTube, Daydreamer Media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at FF Daydreamers. We are on Twitch Mondays and Wednesday nights, twitch.com slash daydreamer media. Click that notification bell, follow along there. So that way you guys never miss whenever we go live. Just have a lot of fun hanging out, uh, chilling, chatting with the, uh, the listeners, really, uh, whoever stops by. So go ahead and uh, join us there. Other than that, you got to stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.